0: Hello, I'm Vada.
1: And I'm Roxy.
0: And you're listening to VCR. I'm not editing that out. (laughs) Hello, Roxy. How are you? Blessed. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: How is your day, Roxy? It's
1: been a day. It's been a day. It's been
0: a day, yeah.
1: But thank goodness I'm feeling much better.
0: Good, good. I'm glad because you've had an adventurous day today
1: last week this today Mm. adventurous week
0: yeah it has been it has been (laughs) but speaking of adventures let's go down a weird little adventure. i'm not exactly even sure how we came uh, well how we came up with this topic i just know we came up with the topic then i got sick then roxy had to go have a procedure Mm-hmm. And then, so and now, then i got sick then she got sick and now we're just now getting to this topic yeah. uh, but <laughs> we are jumping on the topic of chicano film. some of the best chicano films ever made now some of you out there especially on other parts of the world may be asking what is a chicano film uh let me go ahead and break that down for you first off a Chicano is basically in reference to uh, let's say, Mexican Americans. So like I'm an example of Mexican- American. Roxy's an example of Mexican- American, where we are of Mexican descent. But we are Americans, so we identify as Mexican-Americans. And some people will refer to themselves as Chicanos, not just to identify themselves as Mexican-Americans, but also to identify themselves as part of a political movement as well. Uh, The Chicano term really comes to life in the 60s with the Brown movement uh, during the Civil Rights uh, era a lot of people did not know there was a brown movement but yes there was a brown movement along with the black movement during the civil rights era and um thus the term chicano was born so that is trying to give you just a very brief history but so lore, yeah exactly so we can explore uh, what Chicano films are because Chicano films tend to be like Mexican-American films or they're, n- they're not all politicized but they tend to be you know uh, films dealing with being Mexican-American or growing up Hispanic in the United States or uh, the the brown experience as one would like yeah. to say but that's something that's kind of like loosely used because there are so many different cultures that are brown so
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> but you know uh, the Brown Experience is basically what it was back in the day. And and some some of these films still get made. Not as much as they used to, but they still get made. So we're going to kind of explore some of our favorite Chicano films uh, ever made. We have a whole list of them. But we're probably just going to hit on the ones that I can say I've definitely seen. And the ones that Roxy has seen. and And things like that. So before I share screen... Let's go ahead and get this fight out the way. Uh, Roxy, we talked about this earlier. We're gonna jump into it now. There is a really good Chicano film or one the ones that are considered one of the best Chicano films is uh, the movie Selena, okay mm-hmm. dealing with the it's a movie about the life of Selena Cantania, Ken, uh, who was murdered. and it, it is a great, great film jennifer lopez played selena
1: i still cry when i watch it
0: yes selena is a huge icon uh it not just here in texas mostly in texas but you know uh, nationally she just really made Mm -hmm. it you know um one of the few mexicanas that you can say did make it onto that level she was set to be the next gloria estefan in many ways um but tragically taken away from us however this chicano film has kind of brought up a different controversy uh that roxy was filling me in on that i was (laughs) like who the hell green lighted this project it's like someone said okay (laughs) to this like so roxy fill the audience in what what is coming off this selena train
1: so there is a, I believe, three-part documentary coming out where they're interviewing Yolanda Saldivar and getting her side of the story, quote unquote, which, fuck that, who cares, you get no saying.
0: Yes, yeah, so basically. I'm
1: angry. We <laughs> <Like, laughs> so... don't give shit what you have to say. We really don't.
0: Yeah, so for the for our international audience who may not be familiar with this, and even our American audience may not be as familiar, depending on what part of the U.S. you're in. Right. Um, but Yolan, Yolanda was the woman who murdered Selena. Basically, shot her was it in the face or in the back. I can't remember. She <laughs> shot her a few times, and and it was over. It was over money it was over like she was, lot- she was embezzling money and then she got caught and mm-hmm. then she wanted to meet with selena to uh straighten things out and then ends up shooting her and killing her and uh now apparently bravo thinks hey you know what won't be offensive or piss all the other hispanic people off let's do an interview <laughs> giving the murderer side of the story i was like what the hell is wrong with there's, bravo there's,
1: there's this guy on tiktok and he's like uh man i should have gotten his name but he was like you know that there is not one latino or hispanic on that uh what did he say there's no latinos on that work for bravo yeah. because as soon as they brought this idea to the table they would have flipped that table over and been
0: like you're out of your fucking mind yeah there will have been like Hell no. But Hell it, no. It's on the level of stupidity of... There was a uh, a sitcom that was created many, many years ago. And just the premise alone was so bad. It was like, how did people okay this? I, I'm going to have to look up the title. But it was literally a comedy series about Hitler. And... Hitler living in this like apartment complex and his neighbors what? are Jewish. What? You no joke. This is a real thing. And no. His, they, yeah, no, I'm not lying. They actually made a series and the neighbors were Jewish. And so they were hiding the neighbors like I think it was Hitler's girlfriend or something was like oh they really liked the Jewish couple so they were trying to hide it from him that they were Jewish. I was like someone approved this? Who and, thought and that was
1: a good idea? It only
0: aired one episode and then it was canceled immediately. Yeah, I bet. That's how I feel about this Yolanda Saldovar thing. Like, I'm sorry. Who greenlighted this stupid? Seriously, who like, thought this
1: was a great idea?
0: I'm thinking it's the same exec who greenlighted the Adolf Hitler. <laughs>
1: Probably. You know, right. I was like, what the
0: <laughs> fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. I just can't believe
0: this is... Yeah, like, I can't. I, when happened. you told me that, even I was like... I almost, like, stopped in my car, and I was like, I'm sorry, what? what the <laughs>
1: hell are they doing? <laughs> Excuse me, what?
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> so, Roxy, let me do what I do and share screen with you. So, I want to go ahead and kick this off with... let. You know the Chicano movement became a very big deal, but the father of Chicano film, oh, and this man is well credited and well known for it, uh, Luis Valdez, um, mm. is the father of Chicano film. Uh, what he did was he created this genre of Chicana Chicano cinema, and and he is widely known for it. He started doing originally started off doing theater. Uh, creating plays to teach people how to vote during the during the civil rights movement and then it it blew into other things and became movies and he also has his own little uh, theater where he still does productions from my understanding but nonetheless want to go ahead and credit him because a lot of people don't know that I just want to put it out there. But let's get into some of these more interesting Chicano films. And there are some really good ones. And there are some that will be like, I don't know what that is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into one that Roxy can probably relate to. Um, oddly, and I'm going to put this out here. This is a Cheech and Chong film. <laughs> as a Roxy Smokian. Yep. Up in Smoke, 1970. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, there you go. Love up that in, movie. Up in Smoke, Cheech Marine, uh, Tommy, Tommy Chong. They are doing their Cheech and Chong. Uh is stuff. that the
1: one where he sings that song Mexican American? I believe that one
0: <laughs> is up and yeah, I believe that is in there.
1: Uh, oh my god! So one... mama talking to me try to tell me how to leave. American <laughs>
0: Americans do things slower, but
1: you know. I know. I was thinking of the other song when they were playing the concert. <laughs>
0: oh that one too yeah i know oh, yeah but there's mexican about.
1: americans we don't want to get up early but we do it because <laughs> we
0: have
1: to <laughs> uh, but we do it real slowly it,
0: it's a comedy it is oh, a great it, it's it's one the uh of course the stoner uh mm-hmm. chicano comedy and it was it was so good uh <laughs> It was, okay. it was just really good. Uh, hysterical. <laughs> but you gotta it's one of these that, you know, really, really when it came out, just made the scene. Um, it was something that a lot of people were happy about because you know, you didn't have a whole lot of Chicano representation back. Then. Yeah. And I sadly 2024, we still don't have that representation.
1: Don't have back, representation. But, you
0: know, which like is it's, pretty it's bad. a little more, mm-hmm.
1: but not that much. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, for the longest, we only had this guy, Edward James Olmos, for mm-hmm. a long time.
1: <laughs> yeah. You
0: know, uh, him and Ricardo Montalban were the only Hispanic representation on TV that that we had for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but getting into it, another one that I know I have seen, I don't know if you've seen it, Roxy, because maybe a little bit before you, 1978, Boulevard Nights. Mm-mm. Okay, this. No, no, was, one. Oh my god, this was a really good one. If you're going to study any uh, Chicano film, this would be a, one of the best ones to do. Boulevard Nights. It's basically the lowrider scene, La Raza. You know, mm-hmm. you are kind of. It, it takes place in East Los Angeles. It's about these gangs, of course, but they're you know Chicano gangs. It, it was a really, really good movie. Um. You know, it, it's something that kind of bro brought a lot of attention to, like, being poor and Hispanic and then the struggles with that. You know, uh, but Boulevard uh, Nights was a really good one. And the reason it's Boulevard Nights is because everyone would go out on the boulevard and they had their low riders. and it, it was really good. It was just one of the better ones. Also dealt with the drug use back then as well. Uh, some of the fun stuff, like, you know, Huffing paint, you know, from back in the day.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hardcore stuff like Huffing yeah, Paint.
0: Yes, yeah, just just a few things like that. Another yeah. one just for Roxy's funsies, as my dogs tear each other up. Um, yeah. Cheech and Chong. Next movie.
1: <laughs> next movie.
0: N- needless to say, what that's about. Um, I hate to do this, but give me one second, please. Uh roxy just just please give me one tiny second okay oh my god be quiet yeah i'm not editing that out because this is what i live with every day of my
1: <laughs> life. i was wondering like is he gonna edit that out no
0: or this is leaving? gonna be like i was every... gonna be like
1: we heard all of that yeah <laughs> you weren't quiet yeah
0: i was like jesus <laughs> christ every day of my life <laughs> uh but you got Chichen Chong's next movie. This one I want to say is the one that was it was more like a bunch of different little movies that were put together, a bunch oh. of different stories, little storyettes that were put Which together. One was
1: the one where he had that girl in the hotel? They were like
0: Oh, maybe that one is it. I'm Is that that one? It. Could very well be. Could very well be. Uh but Anyway, this was one of the other ones that kind of come out in during that time. Again, more comedic side to the same thing of what we're looking at. Um, this one, Zoot Suit, 1981. Do you remember this?
1: No, but I know Zoot Suit, right?
0: Well, that's exactly. Well, that's kind of where this comes from. So this is a musical. Oh. Zoot Suit is a musical starring Edward James Olmos, 1981. It was directed by Luisa Valdez. Uh, it <laughs> it there is a lot going on with this. This was not one of my favorites because mm-hmm. it was not. It was definitely not one of my favorite. It is a good one, and it has its absolute rights in cinematic history. Um, I think this is one of the very few movies that you know dealt with the issue of the suit riots. Uh, For those of you who don't know about that, Zoot Suit Riots happened in Los Angeles. Uh, These police officers killed some Zoot Suiters who were Hispanics. And there was the... uh, uh, No, it wasn't police. It was um, Navy. The Navy, they got into this fight. Some people died. Then police got involved. All this other stuff. Uh, It became a huge, huge uh, riot. That's why they're Mm -hmm. called the Zoot Suit Riots. And uh, it took
1: place not oh. from June 3rd through the 8th of 1943 in Los Angeles, involving American servicemen stationed in Southern California and a young Latino and Mexican American city residence.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of murders here, yeah. Um, and you can imagine who was murdering who at that point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but that was, um, a very big historical moment in the US a very dark historical moment yeah. uh Luis Valdez makes a film called the Zoot Zoo Riots it's called an American original it is a musical again i like what he did i like the attention that he brought to it i'm just saying it wasn't one of my favorites because i'm not a musical kind of guy <laughs> and watching I edward james me. almost trying to sing uh, was not the best time ever <laughs> but a very good film one of the better one of the good Chicano films you probably need to, to check out at some point you know I, I think it, it's definitely worth it one that I absolutely love I don't know if Roxy's going to agree with me or not La Bamba
1: love love that movie
0: La Bamba. Not
1: love that movie
0: you gotta love it I still was- ugly cry you still ugly
1: cry. I still ugly cry on that movie. Uh, oh, my God. So... When mom, like, like, screams, and then when her, his brother screams at the end. I'm like, <laughs> oh! running out and everything. <laughs> so, the Bamba
0: was also directed by Luis Valdez. It is based on Richie Valen's life. If you don't know Richie Valen, uh, he, of course, has many hits. He is one of the very few Hispanic singers at the time. Um... And in in the fifties, you know, and basically he comes. He has a song "La Bamba." Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it, Donna? Oh, Donna!
1: Oh, I love Donna. He had a
0: few other uh, big hits too, and then he tragically dies in a plane crash
1: mm-hmm. with
0: the Big Bopper and Buddy Holly. Buddy
1: Holly.
0: Yeah. Uh, Lubbock, Texas only claimed fame, Buddy Holly. Uh, so <laughs> it's it's a biopic about Richie Valens, um, who is just a really, really big thing in Chicano history, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the Chicano music scene. And, you know, this this movie will make you cry at some point. <laughs> But, like, it was also, you know, a story about, you know, oppression. You know, he lived a very oppressive life before he made it. You know, his family and everything, working the fields, getting cheated, having to go from plantation to, well, farm to farm to, you know, try to make ends meet. It was a really, really great movie. And La Bamba, it's one that I haven't seen in a while. But, oh, my God, it, it – it, I'm not going to say it makes me ugly cry – But, you know, Um, Roxy likes to ugly cry. Ugly cry. She does ugly cry. It's
1: not bubbles and everything.
0: Yeah, I bet. (laughs) I I bet. Uh, One of my favorite comedies, again, we're getting back to Cheech Marine of Cheech and Chong. I was born in East L.A. LA. I was born. So Born in East L.A. was a great comedy. That was a good one. this was this was hysterical. I remember seeing it as a child. Uh, I love a lot of Chich Marin's work yeah. because you know he again he was one of the very few actors in the eight to Hispanic actors in the 80s who was who was really doing anything and getting his name out there. So regardless if it was Stoner comedy, he was out there doing it, you know. Yeah. And I have to give props to this man. So I have a book here and I need to pull it out one day. So Roxy can see it. But he has a art show called Chicano Vision that mm-hmm. travels the US. And I worked, um, he came to university where I was working. I helped to do the media for that, and he autographed a book for me and gave okay. it to me. So I have this wonderful memorabilia of him because it's like, you know, he, he's very, very big and he, you know, um, he, what can, what can I say? We didn't have a whole lot of representation growing up. <laughs> we did not. We did not at all. Um, one that I want to say, this is the one I knew. Did you ever see this Sweet 15? No. Oh. Neither did I. Okay, so moving on. So <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the other ones that kind of like really uh, captured me growing up and again, it, this one was a hard one to watch. American Me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: American Me was a hard one to watch. Uh that dealt with a lot of fucked up shit. Yeah, it, it did. It, you know, uh, it was like prison. It was, you know, Edward James Almost directed it. You had these Chicanos who were in prison and the dealing with the prison system. And, oh, my God, this is where I learned about they don't really rape men like that in prison. I was like, oh, my God, do they really rape men like that in prison? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, this was a really eye-opening movie for me. <laughs> I don't know about you, Rock. Yeah, no. But yeah, growing up, I remember watching this with my cousins, and I was like, uh, no. What what the hell's happening here? Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> like, What? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah this was a very eye-opening movie uh american me and it, it's totally worth it if you're going to maybe like explore some chicano films these next three that i'm going to tell you about you definitely need to jump on that uh one of my personal favorites 1992 these three of these two american me and this next one came out in 1992 el mariachi uh, oh uh uh antonio banderas well, no, this is the precursor. This is, oh. um, Antonio Banderas was not in this one. This is where all that comes from, though. This start, starts it off. This is Robert Rodriguez's first film that oh. makes it. It was. So I remember seeing this. I saw it with my dad because my dad was a journalist, and they gave him tickets to review it because he was one of the very few who could actually review this from a Hispanic standpoint. And it was absolutely brilliant. I had never seen anything like that before. Um, This later on gives rise to the other movies that come after it, which is Desperado and Once Upon a Time in Mexico. So this is the story that launches those two stories. So you have to watch El Mariachi to fully understand it. Um, it was a really, really great movie. Uh, it's about, you know, this man trying to get revenge. He's a mariachi player. But he, you know, his, uh, his mariachi case has a gun in it. And, you know, it can be triggered by pressing it. Um, again, it was one of his first films. Robert Rodriguez's first films. Brilliant, brilliant movie. Must check it out. I don't want to give too much away. But you know, you see, like, oh my God, this is your first movie, but it was so mm-hmm. good. Even for a first low budget movie. It was really good. Uh, this next one, Roxy. Tell me if you're familiar. Blood yeah, in. Familiar. Huh? You're familiar. familiar. Blood in, blood out, won the best. this is probably one of the more famous Chicano films out there is Blood In Blood Out this came out in 1993 this had an amazing list of stars Uh, this even I think I want to say if I'm right this launches the career of uh, Benjamin Bratt I want to say this one launches his career Oh yeah, right. I could I could be yeah. wrong. Uh Billy Bob Thornton was in it too. I didn't know Billy Bob was yeah. in it. He was in it. He was in it. So um it's a very, very interesting uh movie. You gotta watch it. Again, it's it's from you know, growing up in an in an abusive family, uh you have racism, you have mm-hmm. drugs, you have oppression. All these things are themes in Blood In, Blood Out, and it's one of these things that just kind of, you know, really explores that poverty and oppression that, you know, mm-hmm. Chicanos were going through at the time. One of one of the best ones. Now, here's one with a really good actor, uh, Juan Rodriguez, also one of the few Hispanic actors out there at the time who really oh yes
1: i remember that movie a
0: million to one was yeah. really good it was funny it was basically about this guy he's a dad trying to raise his kid and he was basically selling oranges on the side of the street this guy comes up and makes him a weird offer like you know i'm going to give you a million dollars but you can't spend it and if you don't spend it it's yours. So it's this comedy based on not spending a million dollars when he has a million dollars type of thing. And so it, it, it's actually really funny. It, it, it really is. But uh, I'm sorry, Paul Rodriguez. I don't know why I called him Juan Rodriguez. Did you call him Juan Rodriguez? I, I, didn't I, did. Even I think that. I did. Yeah, <laughs> Paul Rodriguez. I'm an idiot and forgive me if you heard me say that. Um, <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll agree with the idiot part. There you go. There you go. Well, a couple other films here just for the sake, because I really enjoyed them. Uh, of course, in 1995, you have Desperado with uh, also Robert Rodriguez film, Antonio Banderas stars in this, Selma Hayek, Cheech Medin. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not huge on Quentin Tarantino, but he's in it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, you know, this is one of the more fantasy, mm-hmm. action-packed type of Chicano stories that are out there. But Desperado was really, really good. It was great when it came out. And again, this is kind of like the sequel to El Mariachi. Mm-hmm. So really, really, you have to watch El Mariachi to really fully understand and appreciate Desperado.
1: Past a movie
0: up that you want which movie do you want
1: i saw mi vida loca in there
0: mi vida loca yes 1994 mm-hmm. you remember this Love i never that. saw yes, it yes i loved that
1: movie
0: take us down memory lane Poor oh qual. my god
1: all i don't all i remember is like giggles and mouthy and sad girl <laughs> and they are
0: like is a, this is basically <laughs> also about kind of like a oppression and gang life but from the female perspective from the chicana perspective Uh which is really huge because honestly i want to say this is the only one out there that is like this yeah there wasn't another one um so this was the only one out there that is like this that is coming from the chicana i haven't
1: seen this movie in ages i loved it though when
0: i was a teenager hmm Wow. Maybe this is something we should both revisit sometime.
1: Right? I think I am going to have to revisit this movie. It's been forever.
0: (laughs) Going into it, keeping on the uh, Robert Rodriguez train, 1996, from dusk till dawn. Mm, That's a good one. This is a horror movie. Uh, Vampires. You know, they. this is what makes... This is the
1: one where Salma Hayek comes out all sexy, right?
0: With a snake. Yes. This is what launches Salma Hayek to us. Yeah. uh,
1: What's his name? Quentin Tarantino drink beer from her left foot? I
0: think it was champagne, yeah.
1: Champagne, whatever. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so it was... uh, George Clooney was in it. It was one of the best Robert Mm -hmm. Rodriguez films I have ever seen till this day. Another one I want to kind of jump into, 1996. Also, Lone Star was really good. Lone Star was an independent film. It was super, super creepy. Uh, but it was about basically interracial love, and this th- this white man and this Mexicana got together and they had kids, right? But they couldn't be together because it was Texas, and they were two different races, right? That wasn't acceptable at that time. So they have these kids. And you know they're growing up in this small town, and the boy becomes the sheriff of this town, and then uh, the daughter goes off and comes back. But the mother and father are always trying to keep these two kids away from each other because they don't know that they're brother and sister, mm. but they have this attraction to each other, and they're con- and they're and the thing is they fall in love with each other, and they do oh. not. They do naughty things with each other. Oh, no. And then it it is discovered y'all are brother and sister. And so, yeah.
1: No, thanks. I would be so disgusted.
0: Lone Star was a really, really great movie, though. Oh, my gosh. It really was. And jumping into this, we're just going to mention it briefly because we already talked about it. 1997 gives way to Selena. Yes yay so we've already talked about that earlier in the show so we're gonna jump back i'm gonna go i see, huh?
1: I see a walk in the clouds and yes. fools russian yes
0: okay so a walk in the clouds i want to hit up because i did see that i jumped into Love something else um walk in the clouds 1995 keanu reeves um, such a great movie. I'm
1: gonna cry right now.
0: Yeah, that was such a good movie. <laughs> it is dealing with the issues of like what I just talked about. You know, you got this white guy who falls in love with this Mexicana in mm-hmm. California, and, and dad's the- not having it. He's not having it because you know it's you know this white guy and they're an interracial couple. And the dad's really upset, not just because he's white, but he's like, what is society going to say? How is society going to treat you And you have kids and they're going to be these half bred kids? And, you know, like and back then that was really, really a big deal. Like you mm-hmm. didn't marry outside your race. But this was such an incredible movie and a very romantic movie too, uh, dealing with oppressive uh, subjects. But I would definitely if you have a moment check out a walk in the clouds it yeah. is so very good um we're gonna do one more i'll let you pick one roxy um let me
1: okay, see okay so i'll
0: go ahead and pick uh no, <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> i thought i said rush in." i guess you did didn't you yeah yes, I did. jump into full fools. so fools rush in" is a thing uh um,
1: that's the one
0: with selma hayek right selma hayek uh, and you have math uh, yeah it wasn't my favorite, but it, it's a romantic. I thought it was cute. I know you did. It's a romantic comedy. Matthew Perry, Selma Hayek, they fall in love. All these shenanigans come in. Of course, mm-hmm. you have the shenanigans the uh, the cultural differences. Now that was funny, like her family versus his family. Yeah, was really good. Like the huge, massive, loud uh, Mexicano family compared to his very small, subtle tamed anglo family (laughs) that was that was a really really good movie as well uh one that i want to find and i'm probably not going to find it on here quick enough Hmm. under the same moon that was i
1: don't think i've seen that
0: Oh. Good. So it's basically about this mom who leaves. The Curse to... of
1: Lleon. Lurion... Huh? I can't
0: it's...
1: say it. The Curse of La...
0: La Llorona. La Llorona. Yeah. No, I had to really like think that.
1: about that. So, I was like, anyways, that... who is it? Yarona." Yeah,
0: <laughs> so Under the Same Moon is about this mom who goes to the United States and she's working, cleaning floors, stuff like that to try to make mm-hmm. a better life for her son. Her son is back in Mexico being taken care of by this a woman, And then what happens is the son wants to be with his mom so bad, here it is, under the same moon, that he runs away from Mexico to be with his mom in America. And the thing is, he ends up getting lost. He ends up getting kidnapped. He almost get, ends up getting human trafficked. And all he has is this peel box to go off of to try to find his mom. And it is... <laughs> a really great film. You have to check it out. But I will have to
1: check that out. That sounds really good.
0: Yep, Under the Same Moon. But let's say you want to give us some of your suggestions. You can definitely do that at The VCR Show on Insta and Twitter or email us to the VCR Show at gmail.com or hit us up on our website and social or YouTube at The VCR Show. And you can always check out Roxy and share your film ideas with her at her socials, which are
1: on facebook at roxy perez curvy model on instagram at pop rocks 428 and on tiktok at the pop rocks and pop rocks is spelled p-o-p-r-o-x-x
0: and until next time i'm vada
1: and i'm roxy
0: need some sweet treats for your next big event or maybe you just have a sweet tooth Check out Skippity Cakes. That's Skippity Cakes, S K I P P I T Y C A K E S dot com. Check them out for all of your sweet treat needs, things such as cakes, cupcakes, and cake pops. Also, check them out for their varieties of face masks, t shirts, and coffee mugs. Say hi to our friend Rosie for us. You have been listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Botta and Roxy Perez logo by Richard Christopher Vada with assistance from Annie Ramirez. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach us at the VCR show at gmail.com or our social medias at Instagram and Twitter at the VCR show. And you can also check out our content at the VCR The show's song is Attic by Nefex Instrumental, and you can find them on YouTube Music Library.